Good morning, this is GM huffing and puffing because I'm a big guy walking over a hill to get to the bus in the morning. I ramble on about games mastering and roleplay and things that interest me. So let's see what we're going to talk about today. Communication is key. Player to Games Master, Games Master player. But another big one we forget is character to NPC and even a percentage of character to character. Keywords, jargon, knowledge, anything that may or may not be known by anybody is potentially a place for communication error and while we in the communication age full of our knowledge and our ability to speak and record podcasts and send that information out to the world we still regularly have issues with communication if you put the wrong kind of smiley into an email message you might portray the wrong feeling you might be laughing about something when you're actually meaning to be cringing. You might be angry about something because you've used capital letters while the other person thinks that that's the way you type normally and vice versa. So if we can't do it in the communication age, then how are medieval people supposed to be doing it without getting enraged and angry and drawing swords and attacking each other. That's the main point of what I'm going to be talking about. I was really hoping I'd be across the lights and away from the traffic before I got to the main point, but here I am already. So, let's say for example, your character goes into a tavern and walks up to the barkeep and says, hey, any jobs going? And the barkeep says, oh yeah? There's a Ronkoponga off in the forest and he's doing some bad stuff and everyone's worried and the players all go, what? Ronkoponga? What, what, what is that? And he goes, oh, well, that's the name we've given the creature, the Ronkoponga. Ah, okay, what does it look like? Oh, nobody knows what it looks like because we just know it's the creature called the Ronkabonka. We just know, you know. But how do you know it's, it's dangerous? Well, oh, well, people have gone missing. They've gone into the forest and they've gone missing. So we want someone to deal with it. Or at least find the missing people. Ah, oh. okay, the Ronkabonka. Yep, yep, that's right. So the characters are now got this situation where there's a monster that doesn't have a description because just some people went missing. Now, you've got potential here in the sense that legitimately there's a creature that has kidnapped some people, maybe it's eaten them, maybe it's killed them, maybe it's kidnapped them, who knows what's going on. But the fact that it's happened and no one knows the creature, they just called it Maybe somebody got knocked unconscious first and they woke up and there was a scratch on their leg and they came into town and went, my friends are all robbed. The creature got us. What creature? Oh, this thing. It's a, 
I don't know how to describe it because I didn't actually see it, it was too dark. What are you going to call the creature with no name? Well, it made a noise that sort of sounded like Ronka Ponka. Okay, we'll call it the Ronka Ponka. Boom. <laughs> no one knows what this thing is called. Is it a troll? Is it an ogre? Is it a band of goblins? Um, and then there's a, the possibility it's not actually a creature. It's just a group of people that ran away from town because they owed taxes. And they abandoned their friend at the last moment who didn't know that they were running away from taxes or something, whatever the plot is. And he got knocked unconscious from an accident. Or maybe he got knocked out by his friends. And as he fell down, his legs scraped against a rose bush and the thorns scratched him up pretty good. And he woke up and realized something had attacked him. So, you know, there's the, the plot twist of this didn't actually happen. Um, either way, this, the, there's a name that they've given this, the Ronkapoka, and that by itself evokes another level of, well, if your game relies on a, if gods believe in something, no, sorry, if people believe in something and the god doesn't exist for it, then a god begins to exist for it. So, who knows, possibility that the fact that everyone in town is talking about this Ronkaponka, this small god appears and says, ah, oh, I'm, I am the Ronkaponka and I am a god of kidnappings and evil monsters. Who knows? So, it's still, it's a communication issue. The players have been communicated to that it's a thing. Well, let's take the opposite side of things. Maybe the players come into town and go, hey, guys, um, there's a rakasha here in the forest. And, oh, what? There's a rakasha in the forest. Like, what? how do townsfolk know what a rakasha is? Or an etin? Or a, a greeble? Or even a goblin? Maybe the townsfolk have never actually seen a goblin and the word isn't in their vocabulary. Why is it that we assume that every single person in every single village knows the name of every single weapon and every single... Like, I go to a blacksmith and say, do you have any katanas? And he's like, uh, um, I'm sorry, I've never travelled to Japan and understood the word katana before. Uh, but I suddenly know instantaneously what you're talking about because the games master knows, and so I'm going to answer you. Sorry, no, we don't have any katanas. No. That's not entirely true. The blacksmith might be polite enough that he's never heard of whatever this katana thing is, and he knows because he's never heard of it that he doesn't have any. Turns out he actually does have a bunch of one-edge bladed swords made with folded steel, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't know that they're called katanas, so he calls them shivs. And as a result, the communication is lost. Now, you might be saying, you're just nitpicking. This is, this is part of the world. This is part of role-playing. This is part of what goes on. The players go up to a blacksmith and say, hey, do you have a katana? And he's like, excuse me, but I'm not sure what I know what you're talking about. And they're like, huh, you know, big, long blade, two foot, one edge, really sharp, that kind of thing. And they're like, um, well, no, sorry, don't have that kind of thing doesn't exist here it's not exactly going to be um, 
game bending, world changing, but you are reminding the players in a way that they're metagaming. They're using knowledge from their own world inside of the game and they need to rethink their strategy. This is part of immersion by reminding them the differences in the language is another way to remind them that they're not in Canvas, uh, Canvas anymore. They're not in Kansas anymore. So that, that's a, a nice little bit of ways to remind your players. But actually, there's another thing you can do with it. You can use this as part of your plot device. Remember the, um, oh, I don't even remember what they called it, that what made up name that I am, the Mumple Lumper, whatever it was. Let's make up a new name. So characters go into a tavern and they go to the tavern keeper. Hey, what's going on in the town? Can we do anything? And he's like, sure, the um, Lipolic is in town once again and we're quite sick and tired of the Lipolic. If someone could deal with the Lipolic. And they're like, huh, okay. Yeah, we'll deal with the Lipolic. Where is it? He goes, ah, oh, it's outside the north gate. And they're like, okay, sure, no problem. And they go in the forest and they find an owlbear. And they go, well, maybe this is the Lipolic and they kill it and they bring it back. And the tavern keeper's like, oh no, what have you done? And he's like, well, it's an owlbear. You call it a Lipolic, but we call it an owlbear, so we killed it. He's like, no, 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 that's the king's pet. You're in trouble now. And boom, you got yourself a plot hook. So that's one thing that language communication can do for you if you just want to stick to plot hooks and plot devices as ways of doing communication gaffes because that's more how TV series usually deal with such things and so it's a lot easier for players to handle simple stuff like that and Games Masters too it's, you know, if you're just running a fun Saturday afternoon game with a bunch of friends and you don't really care do that, it's good fun um, what else? communication from my playbook that I language language is always a good one a number of times in real life that language has become a story unto itself because of communication issues I have wound up buying things I didn't want to buy or getting the wrong thing I might have bought milk but it turns out that I've bought kefir which is a kind of a cultured sour tasting stuff it looks just like milk in every other way except its consistency and color which is not noticeable from the outside as a packet um, situations where numbers and coins if I was to say to you hey can you give me tisich um, rubli and you're thinking, well, okay, I think I remember that. That's a hundred, right? And you go to hand over a hundred note. And he's like, no, no. This is, and you're like, okay. Ah, oh, that's right, it's the 5,000. Okay, you hand over the 5,000. And he's like, okay. Now he knows that you don't know the language. And he knows that you're confused and hand over a 5,000. So he's thinking, you know what? You're probably a stupid foreigner. You're not going to notice. I'll give you a little bit of change from 5,000. I'll give you a couple of hundred change. And you'll be like, hey, cool. That's a bit expensive, but I'm okay with that. Because 
you're thinking the 5,000 rubles, which is in modern currency, about 80 bucks. And you're thinking, oh, 80 bucks isn't bad. It's a little pricey. I'd normally expect 60, but because you're in countryside of Russia, you could have paid $6 for it. And so, but you didn't know that, of course. So your communication from language has meant that you have now paid probably 10 times as much as you should have. And that's a good fun thing to do to your players by having language barriers with shopkeepers who don't speak the same language. Travelling merchants from other cultures and countries is a good classic trope. So use that. Use that to your advantage. You can get some good role-playing uh, lead time on that one. Anyway, I'm in the city with all the noise, so I think we'll call it there. Um, you guys enjoy yourself.